we really try to get people to think differently about aging, to think differently about aging for themselves and aging as they look at other people. And so what we noticed is that in this very youth-obsessed society, and especially here in Detroit with the kind of development we're seeing, that we weren't seeing older people being recognized for the contributions they were continuing to make, for the ways in which they were continuing to pursue their passions and interests. And so we wanted to take time to do that. And also highlight the fact that... uh People who are 70 or older, I mean, they, they have a lot of experience. They have a lot of knowledge. I mean, they, they, there's still much that they can contribute. Absolutely. And we really chose categories with a range so that we could show the diverse interests and so that you don't have to look out for the older adult who is lifting a thousand pounds at 85. You know, it doesn't have to be the super senior model. There's an unsung hero category for the person who is making meals for their neighbor who's um, homebound at this point. So there's a lot of diversity in the categories. What's the biggest challenge seniors in our community face today, and how does Hannon House address that? Some of the bigger challenges right now have to do a lot with housing and transportation, which I think is true, honestly, across the community for many different populations. Um, And I think that's one of the things that's interesting to highlight, actually, because we think of seniors as this group of people who's so different from everyone else. But your age doesn't necessarily make you different. You experience the same challenges. In terms of Hannon, what we really do is try to provide a point of creative expression as well as a point for that service coordination. So if you're having challenges and you're trying to figure out where to go or what to do, we have that one-on-one service coordination But we also do a lot of programming that has to do with sharing perspectives and storytelling, and that provides that catharsis as you just process your experiences, as well as build out new social relationships. Now, you mentioned youth earlier. Uh, You are a young person. I am. Uh, How did you get involved in this? Oh, that's a long story. (laughs) Um, I actually started my career in aging at the Detroit Area Agency on Aging. And I think there are a lot of parallels between youth advocacy and older adult advocacy. Both are populations that often have other people making decisions for them, that often don't have community spaces to just spend time. When you think about teenagers who have crazy curfews and think about older adults where spaces just aren't accessible to them. So when I saw that parallel, it just made me very passionate about doing the same work for both groups and also bringing groups together, really getting young people and older people to communicate with one another. As someone who is an advocate for seniors and who works for an advocacy group, how is Detroit doing when it comes to serving them? I think Detroit is very unique compared to other cities because we have a large aging population. When you go to other metropolises, you don't necessarily see as many older adults around and just present and still in the workforce, still leading these different organizations. And so in that sense, I think that we're very unique. In another sense, though, I don't see a lot of spaces and platforms for older adults to talk about their needs and to get connected with new opportunities that are happening in the city. Again, I think we are very, very youth focused right now. which I think in some senses has a lot to do with economic development, where you often see things being youth-driven. So I would like to see more opportunities open up for older adults to participate and have their voice really shine. 